0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Sweet Chin Musings. I am your host, the reigning, rarely defending, highly disputed champion of wrestling podcasts, Mike Mueller. And with me, as always, is my tag team partner in crime, the David Otunga to my Michael McGillicuddy, Mr. Luke Kutialis. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We got another pair of soup locks locked ready to rock your ears, so let's get into it, right? All right, that's right. All right, David, we're on this roll together. You you went to Harvard, ladies and gentlemen. I Right. I wish I was Mr. Perfect Sun. So we're in the same boat. Um, And before we get into everything that we're going to do today, I wanted to give another shout out. Uh, This is the second episode you're hearing it. Uh, Matt Dietrich and Antonio Morelli of Verno J Records. They did that awesome new opening uh, music for us. And it's also going to be at the end of the show. It's great. It's amazing. I told them I wanted my 80s synth from the previous podcast, but a little bit more 1990s HBK Shawn Michaels. They delivered. I'm so grateful for what they do. If you need any kind of like soundtrack or audio work done, they are not paying me to do this. And as a matter of fact, I paid them. That's how much I believe in them. Check them out. Verno J Records. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Uh, but on to wrestling news. The first thing I wanted, we're going to do a little bit of uh, Meanwhile Back in Gorilla, mm-hmm. a little bit of uh, behind the scenes behind sort of stuff curtain, behind, the behind the curtain. curtain. I don't want to talk about what's happening on screen. We deal with right that. Yeah, we deal with that with too hot to handle, too cold to hold. This is a little bit more pulling back the curtain, see what's happening uh, in the outer workings of the wrestling world. The first thing I want to talk about, we got Ric Flair's, I think it's his 37th last match. Uh, He's, once again, he just can't stop having his last match. This time it's going to be with his son-in-law, Andrade, me idolo personally i love andrade he's facing jeff jarrett and Jay lethal and i'm not upset at the booking for a couple reasons one it's way better that it's a tag match uh because we don't need rick flair to try to carry anything right now it's not what he's here for uh and two all the participants in this match make some sense andrade being a son-in-law makes sense to me because of the fact that it's in Nashville, I like that Jared is his opponent. Although it's kind of weird because Jarrett being the hometown guy, but obviously, well, I mean, I would say obviously Flair and Andrade are faces, but honestly, everybody in this match is a heel.
1: Yeah, they're all heels, but obviously Jarrett's going to be the bad guy, bad hometown guy because yeah. Yeah, he attacked uh, Ric Flair and all that good stuff. <laughs>
0: but... Do you think they'll go like Cheap Heat and flare it? Will I f- flare it? <laughs> Flair it? Flair it. Flair it. Oh my God, what a tag team. Flare it! They should have had it. They Um, could have done that actually. They could have. It would have worked. Mid two thousands. They could have faced Jarisho. Jarish. versus flare it. Um, Do you think that Jarrett will go for cheap heat? Easily, you know. Are we getting a? Are we getting a guitar smash? Yeah, we're getting
1: the guitar smash. It'll probably be the first thing that busts flare open. You know, like right off the rip. Why? That's honestly that's why smart. not just why not just rip the bandaid off the. You know, it and should go happen from the start. like
0: a minute into the match. Yeah,
1: Because yeah. you, you already know this. This the shit's coming off the rails. Yeah. Oh know, yeah. For it being the final match, don't I? I want to know like what the Vegas odds are for like who's gonna run in or like oh all there's heavy Sony like, run ins. You know, just Slime. everyone from the past, yeah. Yeah. basically. <laughs>
0: Here come the Rock and Roll Express! Yeah, everyone Here that's face L-
1: Flair is either going to come in and help him to take it's down Jerry. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be weird. Who what's
0: going to happen? It's going to get weird. Uh, I, I think there's no way Flair loses.
1: Unless he, like, dies or something? Like, even <laughs> then?
0: I, I don't know. But like, I don't know about you. I still am under the belief that Ric Flair's last match was against Shawn Michaels at yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, and it should have been. Everything know. at TNA doesn't exist. Yeah, it's, the only thing from TNA that exists for Ric Flair is him and Jay Lethal wooing at each yeah, other. Yeah,
1: yeah, because I love that. And like, that's, just that. oh
0: my god, that's so amazing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, w- we just discuss- got, Flair's doing this for the paycheck. Yeah, right? he's not doing it for the, you for know, I legacy. got one last in me. No, you know, you know. This is not a Rocky movie. No, because he
1: just got his payday from WWE, from them, like, bringing him back in, in that fold or whatever, for, like, yeah. using his likeness or whatever. So then he's going to get a payday from this. And he's, you know.
0: It's it's a payday, and it, you know what? And you know what? It's because it's Ric Flair. It's so fine. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, it's it's a, on brand. Like, like, how could like what would Ric Flair have to do for you to look him in the eyes and go, "Man, Flair, you really sold out." Like he's done everything. Yeah, no, he's like, done every stupid, ridiculous thing. So, like one more match to me doesn't it it it. almost shouldn't be surprised, and it's it, not. It's not. <laughs> it would the okay. The only thing that would surprise me is if. Flair didn't make his final booking because he died. Like that's gonna be the thing. Like the reason Ric yeah. Flair finally misses a booking is because he literally died. Yeah. He's gonna keep taking bookings for the next however many years he lives. Yeah, he's gonna make appearances, he's gonna show up, whether he wrestles or not, who knows? He's gonna but... do something. And and again, it's that's his whole thing. His whole thing he was the original spend it now, and make more later. Right. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dig on Ric Flair for that. For
1: living a limited lifestyle, he actually like right. you know And
0: unfortunately that lifestyle here's the thing there's pros and cons to everything in life, right? Yeah. This is Ric Flair's con. The pro of living like such a baller for so long is you don't get to retire when everyone else retires because you spent that retirement money. Yeah, And you know what? And if Ric Flair died 30 years ago, he'd look like a damn genius. But he lived out, he outlived his uh, retirement, and now he's doing tag matches with Andrade. With his son-in-law. With his son-in-law. I'm so happy. I love Andrade though. Yeah. Did you see Andrade? This is totally off the rails, but I don't care. Did you see Andrade in and Phoenix on Rampage? I think it was two weeks ago.
1: I did not actually
0: go back and run that one back and watch okay. it. I think it's still on my DVR. We hey, can watch it. A, you know. um, it's so good. Uh, but yeah, it's it's amazing. I'm a, I'm very excited for that. Uh, other stuff that's happening or maybe not happening behind the curtain. Uh, what's going on with the WWE Women's Tag Team Tournament? Did they just straight up forget about it? I wouldn't
1: say that they forgot about it as much as it just like to them it never happened. Pretended they just never. We never even announced it, and that's just kind of WWE's mo. You know how many times have they? Yeah, you know they'll say something and then it would just be like, yeah, we. You know what do you mean?
0: What? (laughs) And here's the thing that kills me, honestly. Um, Like, I get from like a TV. It's a TV show, and from a TV show standpoint, I understand things, but. It's also at the same time live theater. I don't understand because in live theater, if something happened and they had to make a change and pivot, they'd alert the audience. Yeah. You have five hours, seven if you include NXT. You have seven hours of prime time programming or late night programming for SmackDown to tell people, hey, you know what? We don't think there's enough t- female teams that are worth or that are worthy of having a tournament. So we're gonna just put him in i hi- on a hiatus for a while or
1: something. But you can't just not acknowledge it, especially. But when, they don't, and they never do. Right, which is frustrating or even just confusing because you have the men's tag team championships on display, you know, prominent display every week, you every, know, on both oh shows.
0: God. It's in the biggest storyline. Yeah.
1: So I, in wrestling. You, you can't tell me even the average fan that's not listening to a wrestling podcast, you know, who watches like even their daughter. Or their son or somebody's like like, hey wait a minute where's you know why aren't the women's tag team championships around you know like what does it take other than the fans actively chanting for it or something at this point you know and even
0: then like are we even gonna get it oh yeah who knows we'll see i don't know it's not like they were doing much with them anyway but i just i like to see more representation not just with women because we always talk about Mm uh, AEW with trios titles and things like that. Like, I feel like there's so much more to wrestling and women's tag wrestling is non-existent. It's barely existent in AEW and it's really just used to get single stars over. Uh, and it doesn't, and it's not even brought up on WWE.
1: No, it's almost an afterthought, which is frustrating considering, you know, how much of a push. It's
0: not even on main event, dude. And
1: considering how much of like how far we are removed of, you know, evolution and stuff like that, you know? Oh my
0: God. Um, We've really regressed on the women's movement. Yeah. in the last eight years. Yeah, like because that was what I think that was 2016. Around then, it might have been a little later. Maybe it may, either it's 2017 at the latest. Okay, yeah, but know? it was early. Yeah, because so I think it was the February pay per view before yeah. between um, Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. It, uh, yeah,
1: so it's like we're we're that far removed that we don't even have women's tag team champions.
0: You right. know, like. It's sad. It's yeah. sad. We should have kept the momentum. And at building. this point, of
1: anything, we should have a, another women's single title in WWE. Something,
0: you know. Yeah, a, give us an undercard title. Yeah, you know, if you're like, not going to, although I mean, they do. They have two singles. Or titles. okay, if you're gonna,
1: you do have single. If you're not going to have a, a tag team title, then get a third singles title. Right. Get a women's you know TV champ or yeah. women's something. Right?
0: Unfortunately, they've sort of just. I feel like the twenty four seven title. Is, is the... There... For everyone. Yeah. Because, I mean, shit, Dana Brooke wins it, and then R-Truth wins it, and then and Tazawa D-drop wins it, it and Drop, like... and now Alexa Bliss is champ, or she was. I don't know if she still is. I didn't watch the full episode of Jesus. Raw, so it yeah. might have
1: changed. It's a hot potato, which it, it's meant to it's be. Meant to, it's so fine. not in the regard of replacing...
0: A legit title. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a fun prop. Yeah. And that's totally fine. There's, there's a spot for it in wrestling. Yep. But it's not like to say you know oh alexa bliss needs a roses and you go what are you talking about she's the current 24 7 champion yeah no <laughs> like looking at that, that bulletin
1: point on the resume like mm, no that's no not. <laughs> i don't
0: fucking think so i don't think so uh last thing i want to talk about with uh wwe and then we'll switch over and go to aw is uh it's started i guess it started last week uh raw is now tv 14 or i guess in some areas about to be tv 14 i guess i heard somewhere that there was a lot of bleeps and stuff uh like i said i did not watch all of raw but in talking to people it does seem like the language has increased i'm wondering a i'm wondering if this is a response to aew being tv 14 because they're on tnt and tbs and by all standards they're getting what they should be getting, if not more, from advertisers based on their market share. So is it just WWE seeing this and going, okay, we can be a little more adult, maybe we can pull some of those AEW people back? Is it more, are are we going to be really optimistic and say, is this more their first step in getting back toward an Attitude Era kind of presentation? Or does it just mean people are going to be able to say ass and shit you know instead of butt and poop and
1: fart and, and yeah. fart yeah um i honestly think it's more the first yeah it's you know hey how come you guys aren't doing what they're doing over at tnt sure you know or maybe even it's just a uh hip shot you know oh shit mm-hmm. we have to do this all of a sudden because it seemed like it came out of nowhere yeah. you know this was mm-hmm. really on no one's radar of you know rumors or grumblings of like you know, no, no, meetings, yeah, no. This is totally Yeah, or you know, because uh, you know, a lot of the dirt sheets and everything. Sure. They they listen into you know they they get sales and board. Meetings yeah, they get the shit. more you know because some some of that stuff is public if you go and look for it, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. at that point, it's like none of that came up. So yeah, it almost feels like it's kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, which is, I would have, I would have. I'm I, fine
0: with it, by the way. I'm okay with it, but. Like, for whatever their, whether it works for the, what they are trying to, whatever their purpose for doing this is, I honestly don't really care. Yeah. I'm just excited to see it. If it means it getting any more adult, I'm for it. I'm for it. I just, I'm a little hesitant with
1: WWE creative to actually do well with it themselves. Sure. Um, You know,
0: considering what we've gotten over time.
1: Oh, right.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's not forget T V fourteen, yeah, brought us a lot of like crazy, memorable moments, but it also brought us a lot of garbage that we should all be embarrassed to say that we watched. And I <laughs> am the first to admit.
1: Yeah, but I mean it's obviously you you know, you like, don't look back on it with far? Uh, I mean, yeah, we could definitely go back, you know, attitude era, you know, esque, or or even. But I mean, do you oh, see it happening? Regressing now? that far? No, you, you can't. Um, and they'll they'll try and blur that line, but I don't. think that's going to be the problem. Um, I don't think they can do it well enough, like a South Park, or um, even like a YouTube based type thing. You know, right? Um, something that's you know age restricted. It, yeah. I just don't trust WWE writers. Sure. I can trust you know talent. I sure. Oh, absolutely. Maybe if you give them more of an opportunity to write their own stuff, at, you know, knowing that it's, hey, it's a little uncensored, you guys can go actually speak a little bit more, whatever. Yep. maybe there, but, I, and I'm not saying, like, we're all of a sudden we're going to get, like, you know, potty jokes and stuff like that or whatever coming from, you know, creative being sure. handed down, it's sure. just you've not proven to me recently that even with a PG-13 or whatever, like, you know, a PG rating PG rating you can give me solid cohesive storylines that, right. you know.
0: And those are even easier to tell. Yeah, those
1: should be easier to tell. So yeah.
0: now we're going to give some edge lords a little bit more freedom maybe, like I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm skeptical too. I really do think that ultimately this just means we're going to actually I th- I think the last. I think we're o- I think this is just honestly, really just a drop in the bucket. We're only going to use this to maybe get a little bit edgier wording in. I really don't even see it coming through in storylines, to be honest with you. I'm not seeing... Because don't forget, in the PG era, we had Liv Morgan saying she was the lesbian lover of Lana at a wedding. Yeah. So this was in PG era. So it's not like stuff couldn't already be done. I think the type of stories that you can now tell as a TV 14 rating are the type of stories that are going to be really divisive in the way that South park and all that stuff is divisive. The stories that you could tell that were under PG, you can still tell them, like I said, maybe you just swear them up a little bit. I don't see them actually taking the content to the PG 14 or the MA 14 level that, was the old attitude era. I, I would hope not, because
1: I don't want a MA fourteen or TV or whatever uh Lacey Evans Ric Flair program. You know, say that and that's do, recent. Right? That yeah, that's be... very rather recent. So, okay, so tell Throw a TV rate fourteen on that boy, you probably end up seeing hey, Lacey hey, Evans hey. in bed with Ric Flair. Correct me part hey, of the segment. Correct right? me if I'm <laughs> wrong. No,
0: listen, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Is the Lacey Evans and Ric Flair segment that we got nothing more than the PG version of Mark Henry and Mae Young. Pretty much, or Aj and Lita, you know, type deals. But like, I, just because the age difference... Yeah, yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and that May makes Young. more sense, yeah. yeah, No, Aj oh, and Lita yeah. was a whole other Yeah, it was a level. whole other, but... But that was Ruthless Aggression. Mm-hmm. That was not Attitude. Yeah, at you're then. not wrong. That was like 06.
1: Yeah, so it's just one of those weird, like...
0: And I think they went PG in 08.
1: I just don't... Like, that's where I'm at. Like, I don't trust them enough. They like, they were just giving us shit like that, not, you know, right. a couple years ago. No, right. so... We'll see. I'm all about it. I'm all about you know swearing and everything. You could do it right. Um, sure. But
0: like I said, i just uh, I'm a little hesitant. I do not blame you. I'm, I'm hesitant as well, but I'm curious to see how it goes. Yeah, it's like a train wreck. I can't look away. You can't look away, man. Um, over on AEW, there's not too much. Actually, there's really not a whole lot of behind the scenes kind of stuff. Uh, they're pretty good at keeping a lot of their stuff kind of hush-hush. Um, I don't know I if don't you know. Tony you Khan everything. has good, you
1: know, I got an
0: announcement, you know, he know, gets himself in trouble. That. Yeah. Oh God, that's true. Um, but one of the things that I did want to discuss, um, most recently it's the AEW main event. Yeah. Uh, it was, what was it? The barbed wire everywhere?
1: Barbed wire everywhere, shark week, special bonanza.
0: I don't know. <laughs> So much stuff going on. It was so convoluted. To me, it really gave off. Um like and I'll be by the way, I want to say this. I can't say it gave off because I didn't watch it. When I read the description, it gave me end of days WCW vibe. And I don't like to invite that comparison because AEW, WCW comparisons are so it's there so anyway. Yeah. Um but I really that was the first thing I thought of. I was like, how many more stipulations unnecessary stipulations can you put in a match
1: that and you know as we were talking you know pre-show and everything it, the match itself because you know I that was one of the ones I ended up watching from this week it's just so congested it's yeah. so bloated and it takes everything away from what the story is supposed to be telling you know between these two guys and not only that like you mentioned between Kingston and, Kingston Jericho. and Jericho themselves you know um,
0: pronouns pal yeah
1: uh, you know, obviously Jericho society and everybody else gets involved, but then you bring in, you know, uh, Ruby Soho gets involved and a J gets involved and you there's like, an Anna J turn. Yeah. Anna J turn. She turns out Ruby Soho, you know, like all this other stuff unfolding, you know, you get Sammy Guevara coming in at the end, you know, for the save to help Jericho and just like all these things. Right. And it's just so bloated. And then you made it—you know—made the great point. It's like we just had like a death match, a you know, big blow-off match two weeks ago. People got you know, injured. People, yeah, like one know, and a half
0: at least, if not two. Yeah, I still don't know if Kingston's totally okay. I'm
1: sure he's not, you know. But obviously, and you know, the fucking show, Santana. He's out for my understanding is like nine months or something, like six to nine months, you know. Um. So yeah, you've thought. I thought that would be the the blow-off, the payoff, you sure. know, whatever.
0: But if you're just going to... It is just very unnecessary. You know? I agree. I agree. The only thing Again, that, we just came off of this. Yes. So are we not getting overexposed to all this? And I'm
1: sure it's been said before and everything. The only thing that AEW is missing from, like, copying verbatim AD or WCW is... As much as I loved it, but I also used to hate it when WCW would do the "We're up against it, we'll fight." You know, we'll see you guys next week. You know, like as the action's still going on, you know, like you get pulled away. Cutting away. That is away. the only fucking yeah. thing that AEW is missing from trying to be WCW. You
0: know. And you know what? In a weird way, I mean, it's not the same. In fact, it's the exact opposite. But um, they're cold open for Rampage. Mm-hmm. They're cold open for Rampage starts usually with at least one of the two participants already in the ring, if not both of them. I feel like that's the flip side of, but in a weird, like, I like it. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we brought this up, actually. (laughs) I like it for Rampage because it makes me think, as the uh, viewer, we have no time to waste. I have to be locked into this hour because there is not a single moment they don't have time to yeah. introduce me to the show. Right, we gotta go. Like we
1: gotta hit we the gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: if I change the TV for a second, there is certainly something I'm gonna miss because yeah. there's not a moment of downtime. Which is actually really good, especially on a Friday because
1: you're up against so much other stuff. Absolutely. Right?
0: But yeah. the flip side of that, like you said, and and to my credit, I can't think of any time AEW's truly done it yet. Hmm. But that is a thing that WCW used to do yeah. that was fucking killer because then it just leaves you with this bitter taste in your mouth. Yep. Of, um, well, what the what is right, happening? And I don't, next, I don't know, want to wait, wait, to wait, to wait till next, you know, till Thursday or you know, till Thunder or, or till fucking Nitro oh, to fucking figure Thunder. out, you know,
1: see the little clip of what we missed, you know. Yeah. Um it, it's such a cock tease. <laughs> but it I is. get it. Hey, you didn't know, you didn't, you know, especially WCW, they didn't know how to fucking
0: manage, you know, uh, time no. to save their lives, which so. is ridiculous because they were owned by a tv network they had all the time in the world that they wanted but um you know it's like i said we're equal opportunity i know we uh we talk up AEW a lot because we like a lot of stuff about them but it's only fair to uh to point the finger because if we're not criticizing what are we doing if we're not trying to get better what are we doing everyone's getting cut up by these words everyone gets (laughs) cut up we are no one is immune absolutely no one is immune um, we do have the summer summer slam predictions to get to, and yeah. I do want to talk about those, but we have I wanted to uh kind of do a new segment with you, uh just called fantasy booking, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh as we were talking about some of these scenarios and something ha something's happening, as a lot of wrestling fans do, we mm-hmm. just start talking about the you know, what ifs and what if what they, ifs, you know yeah. like... and there's a lot of stuff going on. That's what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff going on in wrestling right now where we're like, okay, but where do we go from here? Yeah. Or we're not doing something with this guy. Why don't we do this? So this is fantasy booking. I'll come up with a better name later, but uh, I just thought of it today. It's a few things, and I want to say the very first thing that we thought about uh, is keeping it with AEW. What is going to happen now with Orange Cassidy? I mean, I don't know. I know sure. where we, you know, where you and I right. uh where it could be, but it's... But he seems to be in this, um, it's weird because normally it's like you become the champion and then once you lose your title, you start then putting people over. Right. I feel like, unfortunately for OC, he got to that point where he challenged for the title, he lost the title... And now he's doing the same job as yeah. someone. So he's on a downslide. And I'm curious, like, I feel like he's too good to just keep putting people over. So I, we need to find a good fit for him and a good feud. Yeah. And we discussed this.
1: Yeah. And there's somebody on the shelf, which obviously he's... Probably gonna feud with who we we're just talking about, you know, from the main event of the AW, you know, shark infested barbed wire. You can say coming it coming at you match. Um, yeah, no, I think it's gonna be Jericho and da- uh Danielson to start, but I would love to see OC and Danielson cross paths somehow. You know, I agree, it, it would be a perfect one, it would be one of those. OC is going to be over,
0: but then Daniel Brian Daniel is going to be over because of who he is, right? So the crowd's going to be torn. And I hope they'll keep it face face. They're they're happy to do face face. Yeah. They just did it with Wardlow and OC, right? Which was a great match. So
1: it's like I have no problem of. Both of them going at, it, but it's just like I want to see the psycho like this the psychology between these yes. two, especially. Don't just
0: give me a match. Don't give me a match. Just give don't me, give a build.
1: me, you know, like give me a build. Give me OC fucking with Danielson. And I don't want Danielson
0: fucking with OC because that's too easy. I want all of best friends mm. fucking with Blackpool Combat Club, and what I want is okay. You, I'm literally thinking of this as we're talking. Yeah, I'm about all about it. it. But this is fantasy booking. Okay, tell me this. O.C. and Best Friends, Mm -hmm. because you have wheeler Yuta as the the linchpin between the two. You have them fucking with the Blackpool Combat Club. And Wheeler and Danielson and Moxley want to retaliate because, like, look, they're coming in. And then there's Regal, because he's Regal, saying, look... That's what they want you to do. This is Home Alone. Yeah, They want you to run up the stairs so they can throw the fucking paint can at right, you right, right, and knock right. you down. Don't do it. You beat them by not stooping to their level. But OC and best friends are so fun and so ha 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 that they can sort of get at them and you don't have to turn anybody heel. But you have to make it like the professionals versus the juveniles. But right. they each have merit yes they're, they're they're within each other's wheelhouse but yeah they're crossing you like know. they're not they're not the professionals like vince mcmahon is the boss so we hate yeah, the yeah, boss yeah. they're just they're the i shouldn't even say professionals they're the veterans there you go they're the they are the people that have earned their stripes right. and then here come these punk kids who just want to have fun and you've got this total clash of styles but in the middle of all of that you've got daniel bryan Versus Orange Cassidy, who I'm sorry, anybody that still does not respect Orange Cassidy because of his gimmick, you got to get over that. The gimmick is literally the backdrop right. to his incredible...
1: The, the ability and then the storytelling within, yes. you know, without he even sells. having to say it. Yeah. They both sell. Yeah. No, that's the beauty of it. And like I said, I'm looking forward to the OC getting in Daniel Bryson's head. If you know, this Yes. Kind of thing, like, he would be the one to literally get... Brian, you know Daniel Bryan's in the crack, and yeah, like okay, I have game. to, I have to, yeah, throw him off his game. But then enough to where, like, as much as Daniel Bryan says he's going to kick someone's head in, yeah, this is going to be the time where he's like, I have to kick this guy's head in because it, it's, it's just, driving me that right. bad.
0: Speaking of, okay, again, see, I'm I'm the sports entertainer yes. of this of this podcast. I just thought of a great uh backstage segment to do during this build up. Okay, okay, tell me how great this would be. OC and best friends are just getting the best of them every time, ripping into them, never really screwing them over, but just annoying them enough to where they can't get him out of their head. Yeah. It's like everywhere they look, it's like, why the fuck are best friends here? And they're just you know? constantly messing with me yeah. and I'm so stressed out. And when a lot of people are stressed out, they'll go to drinking or a cigarette or whatever yeah. their thing is. But what if OC got under Danielson's skin so much that we cut to a backstage segment and he's in catering and he's eating a burger but it's like a like, it's a like a beyond burger, it's a beyond like, burger, yeah. yeah, impossible burger. But they do that, and then like Regal comes, he's like, "Are you eating meat?" Because this is like, "Oh my yeah. god, yes, it's, I am." I'm so frustrated. Yeah. He's so in his brain that he can't even like. He's thrown him off so much. So I would much. love it. Yeah, that, that would be so fun. Yeah, and it's
1: like you get that you, you we've always talked up like Daniel, you know, where was talking like, yeah, he's this assassin. He's you know going to kick your head and he's, he's going to kill you. Incredible. Yeah, he's great. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like. I want to actually see somebody that's not a Moxley or somebody else get in his hat, you know, and like you know, someone that he that's beneath him.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah.
1: It's not, and he's
0: a great storyteller, right? And that's it's not because I want to
1: see Daniel Bryanson fall from grace or like, but see him become a you know full on heel. It's just I just want to see him tell me a great story because I know he can.
0: I hear you. I hear you. So we're on the same page. We both think we would love to see OC. Go down the line and face Danielson sooner yeah. rather than later. Uh, on the WWE side of things, this is where we disagree. We got the same. We got the same center point, mm-hmm. but then we branch off on okay. two, two different roads. You and I both huge Kevin Owens fans. I think Kevin Owens. He any role that they give him, he crushes it. Right now he's in what I guess I would call the mid-card. Pretty dead-center mid-card. Yeah. Maybe, honestly, maybe a little bit. I think a little lower because he's not floating
1: around a championship belt or anything. He's not, but it's uh, an
0: important storyline. Yeah. Uh, He's moving on from Ezekiel. Is he? Kind of. He just did a KO show with Riddle. He asked Riddle to be his tag team partner. Riddle said no because you can't be trustworthy. KO says, what the hell are you talking about? You trust Randy Orton, the biggest snake in the world. They're getting ready to throw down. Bam. All of a sudden, Rollins comes out out of nowhere, attacks uh, Riddle. This is setting up an obvious uh, Rollins-Riddle match at SummerSlam that we're going to talk about in a minute. Mm -hmm. But before we get to that, the question is, what does KO have to do with all of this? Is Kevin Owens still messing with Ezekiel? Because he mentioned Ezekiel in that promo. Right. He has not directly gotten... It's not... It's not in the rearview mirror type. No, it's not WWE creative still writing it in the script. Uh, So does he go with that? Is he sort of Seth Rollins' right-hand man against Riddle because Riddle turned him down? How long is Randy Orton out? Is it possible that KO gets with Riddle or... Is there something else you would rather see them do with Kevin Owens right now? It, we got all those scenarios. Tell me what you would like to see, or what you would not like to see first.
1: I mean, depending on where this goes with his involvement with Riddle and Rollins and everything, I think you could do a program with just Rollins and Riddle, you know, carry that. Um, eventually, I'm sure that has playing to do with Randy Orton coming back if he comes back this year. You know, sure. I know there was that whole, he's out for the whole year type deal. Um, we'll see because uh, it would be great to have him come back. It would be a surprise, you know, and then maybe you get Rollins and Randy going at it for a minute, you know, or something going to Survivor Series. Uh, personally, I would love to see Kevin Owens. He's obviously not going to chase after the World Heavyweight or the right Universal title, and I don't see him going after Gunther just because...
0: It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It doesn't make a whole
1: lot of sense, but I would love to, like you said, you, he's kind of floundering around that mid-card area in... I would love to see them push him towards Bobby Lashley. Yep. Um, one for the simple fact that you know gets Kevin Owens towards a belt, um, which I always you know is not somebody that needs to have one, but when he has one, it's just more. He
0: amplifies it, right?
1: Um, he's you know has held the U.S. title, uh, but then it gives Bobby Lashley more credit because sure. now he has somebody chasing him. Sure. And I'd be damned if you don't tell me that. You know what's more interesting. Bobby Lashley chasing Kevin Owens with the belt, or Kevin Owens chasing Bobby Lashley with the belt.
0: Kevin's Kevin Owens as a heel chasing is really really fun. Right, it's good TV.
1: It's good, and this is something you can actually book for a few months and a few pay per views because you can have, you know, Lashley, you know, beat Kevin Owens maybe once, or you know, the first two. Then Kevin Owens is like, you know what? I'm not doing this nice guy thing. Right, that yeah goes more dastardly. He beats Bobby Lashley, wins it. Then he's, Bobby gets his rematch, right? Yeah. Bobby loses because that's really, you know And then Bobby Lashley, because he's not always been always a face or whatever. No. You don't really need to make him heal or something and get him to turn. But he's like, you know what? F this. Fuck this. I'm going to be you know, dirty. I'm going to get my belt back by yeah. any means necessary. Like, this guy could do it, you know? Like him. And I? you can just have those guys bouncing back and forth for a second because what's Lashley doing right now? Right. You know, who's he really...
0: Yeah, I mean, it's he overcame Theory. I don't think right. they're going to keep running that back. It's, they got the SummerSlam match. We're going to talk about that. Right. But after that, I mean... You would think that would be kind of where they part ways, especially Absolutely. with Theory having
1: the money in the bank. Exactly. So, and God, I don't... There's no weirdness to, like, no one's ever used the money in the bank to cash it in
0: on the U.S. title or the right. Intercontinental, have they? Right. Like right. Because if they do something like that, i just like, are you... Honestly, if they did something like that, it should have been last year or two years ago, whatever it was, with Otis before mm-hmm. he lost it to The Miz. Yeah. The, I thought they were going to have Otis cash it in for the tag titles. Which would make
1: so much more sense. Nope. Instead of, you know...
0: Instead they had him break up and Tucker got released and yeah. now Otis is silent. Because why would you have a comedic person talk? Yeah. <laughs> You know. Why would you do that? But yeah, Doesn't that's what,
1: like, if I'm I'm armchair booking, I'm doing fantasy booking, that's where I'm pushing Kevin Owens and I'm pushing him into a program with Lashley just because obviously we already know uh, Roman is spoken for, sure. you know, with Brock, but also with Drew. You know, it, I mean, I know it's not set in stone, but everything points towards the show and, you know, Scotland or whatever it is. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. it's going to be Cla- Drew.
0: Catastrophe in the castle. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I call it. I like it. Conundrum in the castle. Chaos in the castle. Conflict in the castle. Conflict in the castle. Uh, so I I absolutely love that. I love yeah. Kevin Owens ever going for a title. I think that's great. Uh, another thing that I kind of liked was I really liked the idea. He teased it very quickly. I like the idea of Kevin Owens going babyface. <laughs> Uh, He brought that up. I don't see him going with Riddle. That doesn't make too much sense to me. Riddle is fine enough on his own. And if anyone's going to be with Riddle, it should be Randy. It would be weird. And if anyone ever got with Riddle in the interim, it would only be because Randy's going to turn on him as soon as they come back. Right. he's going to be like, you betrayed me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, how dare you? Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't see it. It's not necessary. Um, But there's a couple uh, babyface Kevin Owens scenarios that I really like. Um... The two that stuck out to me were either Judgment Day mm. and having him taking on Finn Balor and by proxy Damian Priest and doing right. that. If we're keeping him in the mid card, which it's. I like him in the mid card if he's having these good stories. Yeah. Because he's making the show better. Right. You actually turn into not just yes. for wrestling, but also for right. the segments. And also, is he main event worthy? Of course. Mm-hmm. But if he can elevate a weaker segment. That's great. And I'd love to see him do that with Judgment Day. Or what I'd really like to see is ultimately it will end with Kevin Owens versus The Miz. But before that, why don't we get, and you can have like Battle of the Talk shows, but before that, why don't we get Kevin Owens versus Ciampa? Yes. I think that is a feud that in and of itself with Miz... Being the annoying in like the older, wings, yeah. yeah, Nat, and they can exchange wins, do something to elevate Champa. Ultimately, Ko gets over because he goes on to the Miz. But I don't want this to be like one or two clean matches. I want them to exchange wins, and I want us to see specifically the ruthlessness in Champa because he's a smaller guy. He's built this shit. They need to give us a reason to believe that he could take down a former Universal Champion, former WWE Champion. Let's see, like, when Champa first turned heel in NXT. Yeah. Let's see that Ciampa.
1: Let me see Psycho Killer. Let me Ciampa. see. Show like, he me literally Psycho has, Killer you know, like That is his fucking, you know, is his indie money. You're like, give me Psycho Killer. You know, like, that. I want that. And they you're like, yeah, I there's a perfect one cause Champa like how the, look how they murdered my boy right. like he's he's starting the show you know, like he's starting off in the ring he doesn't even get an entrance at he time, doesn't even get it. but this was a man entrance. who literally like burned the house down with Adam Cole you know a few years ago like you, best, you, you match, I've, get, best right.
0: match I've ever seen in person was That's Tommaso Champa fucking so, great yeah I mean which one was it actually it was a house show at the NXT in Royal Oak it was at the Royal Oak Music Theater get this are you ready for this? I'm just trying to remember because I've gone.
1: I don't know if I was. At I this met way, up
0: but. with Dinaj and uh, Colin okay. there. Uh, Tony wasn't there. They were sitting like main floor. I was way up in the cheap seats, which, by the way, though, the cheap seats at the Rollick Music Theater are still incredible. Yeah. Um, it was Tommaso Ciampa as champion versus a then unknown, never been on NXT TV, NXT TV yet, Dominic Dijakovic. T bar. So, obviously, when the match is announced, we don't even know who Chump is facing. Right. We just know he's facing an opponent for the championship. And I'm like, ooh, it's going to be Adam Cole. Adam Cole was announced, but he's supposed to be in a six-man match later with Red Dragon, or with uh, Undisputed Era, and all that stuff. And then here comes Dominic Dijakovic, and I go, what the hell is this? Yeah, who is this guy? Never heard of this guy. He's got a good look, but clearly this is going to be Ciampa all the way. There were two distinct moments in that match where I said to myself is Tommaso Ciampa going to lose the NXT championship in an untelevised match in Royal Oak to a guy that's never been on TV? They got me to think that twice. Like was a good false finish, yeah? So good. Yeah. <laughs> So good. And actually, a third where he almost lost by countout, where I thought he might, yeah. if this is some guy they're preparing to build right? Really yeah, TV. he's going to have a right? Yeah. So they got me that. But that's the best. Mm. So Ciampa, that's the long way of saying Ciampa can go.
1: Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure we were at that one, uh, Deuce, Rob, and I, but uh, memory's hazy at sure. this point. Um But yeah, I fucking love Ciampa. It's one of those, like I said, this guy who is literally tagged with, you know, Johnny Wrestling, who is, you know, it's took adam cole to the brink you know how many times and it's like how can you have him floundering shit i give me ko and Chompa, you know he's a like, ko That's and what Chompa. I'm saying. like just for six months straight i don't care they you know tear it up um it's just something shit i i don't i am surprised I and mean, i know he's with Miz right now i'm surprised i didn't even try to pull champa into judgment day
0: it could have worked. He has a look
1: for it. He has a look you for know what I'm it. Saying? Yeah, like, you
0: know what? I thought yeah, I, I said it was gonna be Finn. I thought it was gonna be earlier than it was. It didn't. Mm-hmm. But then the other two names that were floating around were AJ Styles, which I couldn't have seen mm-hmm. and Ciampa, Ciampa, which I totally could have seen.
1: But they also just like all of a sudden you're like, Oh shit, now I have to pay attention to this
0: guy, right? Yeah. So yeah. but they're not doing anything with him eventually. Yeah. So no, I love it. That's that was a really good one. That would be cool. All right, the last fantasy booking. You and I can kind of came together on this, and there's not too much time to spend on it, but I just love the concept of it. Yeah. All right, so you've got Kevin Owens, you got Sami Zayn. Yep, best friends, bitter enemies. They've crossed paths. Right. How fight many forever,
1: times? you know. Fight forever. Fight together forever. Fight together forever. Know. All that
0: stuff. All right, and Sami Zayn is Mister Conspiracy Theory, yep. right? All right, what if with all this is my ultimate on a ledge fantasy booking. But tell me this one would be fun. All right. Austin Theory, Mr. Money in the Bank, Mr. McMahon's protege. With all this stuff going on with Mr. McMahon right now, it seems like it would probably be a good idea to get him away from that, which it feels like they already have. Mm -hmm. But he's just kind of on his own. And that's fine, but I'm having a hard time believing that Austin Theory, on his own, is going to cash this Money in the Bank briefcase successfully against someone like Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. Am I wrong on that? No, you're not. It's very head-scratching. It's very yeah. head-scratching. It's And we just discuss it. We're all thinking, is Theory going to cash it in on a minor title? Because what the hell else can he do? But yeah. what if, listen to this, what if Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn get together and go, you know what? Everyone thinks I'm crazy because I was hung up on Ezekiel forever everyone thinks you're crazy because you spot these conspiracy theories and then you get... He'd have to get screwed over by the bloodline for this to work, but that can easily happen. Yeah. Uh, or he tries to conspire against the bloodline. They figure it out. They throw They'd him give out. Him the boot. They give him the boot. Either way, he's lost on his own again. What if Kevin Owens says, you know what, Sammy? You and I, we work better when we are together. We accomplished more. When I was universal champion, you were by my side. Right, we covered you more know, ground together. We cover more ground separately. together. And then... But also, what's our bargaining chip? We don't have anything. Right. What gets us in the door? What gets us in the door? What can we use to make ourselves known? Well, here's Austin Theory. And meanwhile, while these two are getting together, Austin Theory is getting on screen dumped by Mr. McMahon. Right. Or by a note that says, from above... Your whatever it's it's known that he no longer has the support and the backing of upper management slash. Yeah, you're not the protege, you're not the you know. Yep. So Austin Theory, keep in mind Austin Theory's always been part of a group or under the tutelage of someone else. Someone over him to help Johnny Wrestling in the way. And then he comes to WWE and he's Mr. McMahon's protege. And he was in with Zelina and Andrade for a hot minute. That was weird. But we do all these things. So Austin Theory has this golden opportunity, but he's a young kid. He's 24 years old, and as confident as he makes himself appear, he still needs some guidance. How about... A former Universal Champion. Right. Formal Intercontinental Champion. How about know? two former Intercontinental yeah, Champions? true. How about United States Champions? How about Tag Team Champions? Yeah. How about people that have main-evented pay-per-views? How about people that have put on, arguably, the greatest NXT show of all time? Yeah. Here's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn pulling in the young, possibly impressionable, bargain chip in hand with his Money in the Bank briefcase and they form up and they consp- and they form the conspiracy theory. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Austin Theory conspiracy theory. I love it. Like
1: I as Would you we, not buy that shirt? I would definitely buy it, especially, you know, all three of them on it or something like as we were, you know, putting this together, you know, it was it was perfect like as it was falling in place, you know, yep. like um just for the name alone. You know, like oh, it's, it's just, for the, there, name just alone. for the name alone and we can write it for a little bit and then, you know, do, do their own it. thing, yeah. Doesn't matter. It, I just want it to happen, just to say that it did. You know, if the AJ and uh, uh, Chris—well, uh, I was gonna say Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Know, for what? For one week. One week. If that can happen, just give me this. Yeah. You know, like why not? For one week. I mean, I'd like a few more. Than yeah, well, week, for, but... you know, a few more. But hey, it only took a week for the AJ and Chris Jericho to get a shirt. So exactly. That's... All
0: I want is a shirt out of this. Yes. Yes. I think it's great. All right. Anyway, so that's that uh we talked about the women's tag team tournament or lack thereof we got our own tag team tournament going on right now and it is most certainly not uh going to be forgotten about or brushed under the rug no, it be. we've got the Second round of our tag team tournament, it's in the books. It was good. We actually got more um, votes in the second round than we got in the first round. So I'm happy to see that. Thank you, everybody, that uh, continues to vote and spread the word. Obviously, someone got it out to one more person because I don't think I did. Uh, And we're going to start, I don't like to bury the lead, Uh, we're going to start with what I thought was the most intriguing first round matchup, just because it was a triple threat. The Hardy Boys versus DIY and the New Age Outlaws. DIY and the New Age Outlaws uh, tied in the first round, and we didn't think it was fair to eliminate either one of them. Unfortunately, the Hardy Boys are the number one seed for a reason. They won with a uh, 57% vote. DIY and New Age Outlaws were pretty split down the middle, which was good to see because that first half carried over. But unfortunately, if you voted for the Hardy Boys in the first round, you voted for them in the yeah, second round. Yeah, you probably round. weren't swayed. You weren't swayed enough, and that's okay. It's I kind of expected it. I'm just happy because I thought that was, honestly, I thought that was the toughest oh, yeah. first round matchup. And for it to end in a tie and for, again, them to get almost the same amount of votes... I thought that was cool. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. Uh, second round matchup, it was pretty even for a while. Eventually, the Road Warriors, uh, as the number two seed, beat the number six seed APA, Accolade Protection Agency. Uh, that was uh, pretty much 60 40, pretty damn close. Uh, new Day kind of ran away with it over the Rockers, 75 25. Sorry, Shawn Michaels. Love you guys, but no match <laughs> for the New Day. Uh, the first, what. I would call a pretty big upset. Would you call oh, it an upset? Oh, it's definitely an upset? upset. Yeah. Uh Outsiders number 3 seed beat the Young Bucks uh by a 2 to 1 margin. They they yeah. kicked ass. Like, so so that, that
1: margins what it makes it upset. I that, thought it'd be a lot closer, but when you showed me right. 3 I'm like, all right, wasn't expecting that one.
0: And I got to say again, shout out to Seth. I'm Outsiders probably would have made it into this tournament anyway just between you and me. Oh, for sure. But Props to Seth, Seth for yeah. s- submitting that. Uh he's got a team he's, in the what are they they're in the quarterfinals? They're in the quarterfinals. He's got a team in the quarterfinals. Very cool. Danimal already lost with Blisscross. Yeah. Sorry, Danimal. Uh and also, oof. Sorry to Morelli. This was the closest match of the first round. FTR beat Edge and Christian by a single vote. And I know Morelli voted, so it's not his fault. But <laughs> It's the it goes to show the importance. Every single yeah. vote matters. It was incredibly close. FTR just squeaks by. I thought they were gonna be our first number one elimination, but uh they've stayed on. Uh in the other part of that bracket, Harlem Heat uh much like they did most of the end of the WCW uh mid to late nineties days, they took care of the Steiner brothers. That was another uh two to one. Beat down for Harlem Heat. They get to advance. And then finally, ooh. Ooh, the first number one seed loses. And boy, do they lose pretty damn big. I would
1: say this one's also an upset.
0: I'd say this was the biggest upset. I was very worried about it. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And I get... AEW's not for everybody, Lucha Wrestling's not for everybody, Modern Wrestling's not for everybody. <laughs> I understand that it was a big hill to climb, but the Dudley Boys beat down the Lucha Brothers. That was another 2-1 to victory. Uh, they took care of business. And then finally, uh, a match that was pretty darn close all the way through. In the end, the Usos pulled away and they beat the Rock and Sock Connection pretty much 60-40. So then, those are the winners. Uh, Luke, you got the bracket in front of you. Tell me what we're looking at for the quarterfinals. All right. So
1: for the quarterfinals, uh, our first matchup is going to be the Hardy Boys versus the Road Warriors. Um, The second matchup in that bracket, we have the New Day versus the Outsiders. So Seth, you got a you got a tough one ahead of you, but got to push um and then for the other side we got FTR versus Harlem Heat and this is one that is going to hurt you know this is one that I'm going to have to push for because yeah. I as much as the top guys are the top guys currently you can't tell me the Harlem Heat ha- doesn't have a better theme like, oh that's you know not even but that's not you know and obviously that's not going to take them you know to the finals or anything but, but it's an argument it's, it's an, an argument, argument. right um, and then for the final matchup in that uh, side
0: of the bracket, we got the Dudley Boys versus the Usos. I'm really excited about that one. I'm excited about all these. Oh, I, yeah. FTR versus Harlem Heat. That's a hard one for me, man, because I do love both teams. Uh, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't know.
1: I think it's gonna be a tough one for the Road Warriors. If anybody's got like, uh, you I know. think
0: that's the longest
1: odds. And I'll yeah. tell it. And I'll and say that one's gonna too. hurt too because I'm I'm a Road Warriors guy. You Road, Road Warriors my... guy.
0: I'm voting for the road warriors. I'll tell you that right, right now. On. And I'm not afraid to put that on, on the microphone. No. Uh, Hardy boys look nothing, absolutely nothing against them. They are responsible for so many great moments and everything. But I mean, like it's called a road warrior pot for a reason, not a Hardy boys <laughs> Pop. That's right. Like it's just, there's something truly, if you haven't go out of your way to look up, Nothing else other than a road warriors entrance, Yeah. and tell me and like and I know Hardy Boys can get you pumped up, but man, that music, the way they come out, especially if they're on their bikes or they got the you know, there is full regalia. You know it's <laughs> a big event, man. Road warriors are awesome. There's such a great presence. There were
1: if there were no road warriors, there would be no Hardy Boys. Or There'd be get no the, you know, so many teams, right? So and I know that you can say that about a lot, but it's it's really one of those like these guys like you. Talk about face paint? Yeah, face paint, but you then... You talk about like, tag team finishing moves? Finishing moves themselves, but then, like you said, just the gimmick of look, going the extreme. You yes. know? Other, uh, instead of They being, were
0: extreme before extreme right, was and, and a and they thing. They
1: weren't, you know, with the moves or anything. Obviously, you know, the Doomsday device, you know, it, for its time, extreme, right? Because it's, like you said, a tag team finisher. you Yeah. Know, um, it's still used today, you yeah. know, but it's actually respected. It's not, you know, like a super kick or a, you True. know anything like that. But at the same time, it's like... The, It's just the, like you said, you go back and you see just how fucking influential these guys really were. Yeah. And you can't argue that they're not one of the best fucking like tag team you know it's, absolutely like you could sit there and say hey, they might not be the greatest on the mic and that would probably be the if you're going to and knock, they were
0: still they were still solid.
1: Mic. There's no they're still solid and they could definitely cut a promo but if you were going to say hey what is their weakest of their five you know like of five the, tools the five tools uh, probably the mic work sure because they got the look they got, got the, the, charisma, you know, the charisma they got the in
0: ring moves they got the in ring moves they didn't sell but that I was kind of their gimmick it was kind of they were stiff yeah, yeah you know Yeah. But, they were very stiff
1: right but then even then, they weren't afraid to put other teams over, right? So no, that's part they of put teams over. to me, and that's part of selling. They just put like teams over. You know, just like yeah. taking a bump is selling, right? Sure, sure. Putting somebody over is selling. Yep. And they so, would, but so I, if anything, I would say the weakest, and it's not you know, not
0: that weak. No, it would be their micro skills. Yep. Which, so, but also you look at, I'd say, would definitely be the weakest for the Hardy. Oh,
1: boys for sure, too. Jeff. Jeff can't even get a fucking you know word out without a <laughs> <Nice. laughs> hey, yeah. look cheap yeah. shot. No, but you know what I'm saying. It's just. Yeah, so that one's near and dear to my heart. You that's guys know where I live.
0: Yeah, no, it's on like I said, I'm the same way. But it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we got the uh, quarterfinals. Uh, by the time you are listening to this, that should be up. If not, it'll be up very very shortly after. But that's what's going on with us. The last thing I think we have to get to, tell me if I missed anything, but I think the last thing we have to get to is SummerSlam predictions. Yeah, we can
1: run through those real quick. Just yeah. you know, I, I'm sure this card might change a little bit. But I mean we do have eight yeah, matches. We're over
0: a week away, but I'm gonna be gone next week and yeah. I, I don't know if we'll have an opportunity. Yeah, but for good reasons. You know, it's
1: gonna be a good time.
0: Absolutely it's gonna be a good time. But let's do the Summerslam predictions, at least for what we have now. Uh, props to you. I know you won the last one. I don't know what the number. is. I would have to double check, yeah. You won, but you won uh, uh, for Bindor. I'm quite sure. All right, so let's go with the eight matches that we have listed so far. We'll go in inverse order. Uh, let's <laughs> talk about Logan Paul versus The Miz. Logan Paul's first match since being back under contract. Who you got here?
1: I mean, it's his first match, why would Paul lose? It's and a great it question. doesn't even hurt Miz to lose, and you can carry this to Survivor Series i wouldn't be surprised if maybe this is one of your survivor series teams or some way you oh, miss in his versus guys versus paul. paul and his guys or something i could do that i don't know it's survivor series has always wanted hard to uh determine because well because they're not doing the team raw versus smackdown right i it's don't believe in anymore, anymore, you know no. which I,
0: I actually don't kind of miss
1: that you know it, it was cool I the first couple of times
0: they did it I just miss, like, why can't it be, like, a full thing of four-on-four matches or yeah, five-on-five every, matches? Yeah, every match
1: is just a Survivor Series match. Yeah, and maybe Fuck you yeah, have a title match. would well, makes make sense for any programs that actually need to happen, you know, in right, a pay-per-view. but I'd
0: rather, honestly, it's I'd rather it be, okay, so, like, let's say right now we were talking about a potential Lashley versus KO. Mm-hmm. Let's say that feud's still going on for the U.S. title. Why can't it be Team Lashley versus Team KO? Yeah. It happened all the time in the 80s. I thought it was yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, it would
1: make sense, especially when you have so much going on at once. You can cover so many bases with teams and stuff like that.
0: I hear you. Uh, I'm with you. I'm going with Logan Paul yeah. on that, too. I learned at WrestleMania, don't bet against the celebrities. <laughs> all right, next match, we got Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch bent on a bit of a losing streak, but always a legitimate threat. Is this the opportunity for Becky to get the spotlight back, or is this going to sort of be the final nail in the coffin for Becky Lynch, and Bianca moves on as champion from here.
1: This is hard to say with it being a SummerSlam, because obviously we all know what happened last, that, year. last year, so what kind of fuckery do we get here? Do we get Belair beating Becky in 14 seconds or whatever it is just to catch her off guard? Even the score. Even the score, or yeah. do we just go with Becky? Like, I I don't want Belair's run to come, you know, come sure. to an end, sure. but it's just one of those... How many times do you keep putting her up against Becky before, you know, the domino falls, right?
0: My big question with this is when and where does Charlotte return? Because if Charlotte returns, but I'm thinking it, I don't want Charlotte versus Becky. I want Charlotte as a heel against Bel Air.
1: Yeah, I want her chasing. Right,
0: and that's going to require Becky to lose. I also think because of the screwiness of last year's SummerSlam Mm -hmm. and how much people hated it, we were we, we were at
1: joy like it was we just were, we were like, what
0: yeah that's it after all that uh yeah and it never like she was in it didn't land well no she was celebrating as a face but it was clear no one was no. receiving it as a face so they turned her the next night I regardless of what they say that's what I believe mm-hmm. um I think that was a change on the fly but I think this is uh Bianca's chance at revenge uh she's de- she's my pick is she your pick? Or I'm, you...
1: I I I wavered when we, you know we were going I'm picking Belair, but that's my heart. Yeah. But my there's something in my mind telling me not to trust W not that I don't trust Becky. I don't trust WWE. Yep. You know, so I can easily see them doing this where she beats her just as Quay you know. So yep. Yep. No, I it's, want it's, Bel Air it's to win cause so possible. Yeah. I don't want the you know, shame on me, you know, fool me once, what you know Yeah,
0: Exactly. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking um next match fun match we got riddle versus seth freaking rollins it was brought to my attention today that seth freaking rollins has not won a pay-per-view match technically clean he won i guess against roman reigns this year at uh royal rumble but it was because roman refused to break the submission hold and got dq'd yeah the last actual clean seth rollins pay-per-view or special live premium live event win was february of 2021 Uh, Yeah, right. Uh, He's taking on Riddle. Riddle, of course, is still missing his best friend, uh, Randy Orton. This is kind of a little bit out of nowhere, but at the very least it's going to be a good match. Uh, Look, I've said for a long time, and I still believe, Seth freaking Rollins does not need this version. Seth freaking Rollins doesn't need to win a match ever. Seth Rollins needs to win many matches. Yeah. Seth freaking Rollins with the get up and the ha <laughs> <laughs> The cackle. The... And all that shit does not need to win. No. And they keep putting him against guys who would legitimately benefit from getting over on Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, uh, Kevin Owens a fucking year ago. Uh, Ces- or, uh, Kevin Owens two years ago, Cesaro a year ago. Um... Cody Rhodes, and to me, now, Riddle. All these guys are still elevated because Rollins is just legitimate enough to where, okay, here's the reason why beating Seth Rollins still matters. Uh, Shout out, or I guess diss, depending on how you look at it, (laughs) to Kimmy from the Bob Culture Podcast. Kimmy is a Seth Rollins mark, and she always laments about how Seth Rollins always loses. And every single time it comes time to make pay-per-view predictions she picks Seth Rollins and that tells me that he's still just credible enough to where beating him matters and it still surprises people and it still upsets people or makes them go whoa so I'm going with Rollins because Seth freaking Rollins will always have that credibility and I see no gain in Seth Rollins beating Riddle I see a lot of gain in Riddle beating Rollins, tell me if I'm wrong.
1: No, you're wrong. You fucking took everything I could have said. you ah, you like made it. Good... That's um, why I went first. Yeah, and I like it. Um, no, the only way I could see Riddle losing would be if um, Rollins just does something, you know, starts beating on him or whatever, and that draws Randy Orton out. You know, that's a respi- r- surprise return. You know, and then you sure. get Rollins and, and Orton. Are, you know, yeah. Randy's here to save his bro. You know, like, you know, I'm back. I don't know if that this is the time. I mean, it is SummerSlam. It is a huge pay per view. You it could is. get a couple of returns. I don't know. Um, that would be pretty cool. Uh, I but like everything you said. I right now, Rollins he can lose and he still looks good. He yep. still you know. Um, it, let's put it this way: you do not. You don't hear anyone not you know. Chanting his with his theme and stuff yes. like that, you know, we that's all sing fizzled, along Yeah, to it's his not theme. fizzled out by any means. Yep. Um. So he's over. Yep. Even if he loses, like you said, he's on a he's on a cold streak. I wonder if that's part of the thing now. See how long he can lose. He can lose. You when, know how with, long how long can Seth freaking Rollins go for with losing before he has to? Before he know? has to win something right. finally. Um, yeah. So right now, yeah, I'm going with Riddle. And uh, you know, like I said, the only way I see it changing is Rollins wins, and that's only to get. Story-wise, it draws out Randy Orton. Orton.
0: Yeah. yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But yeah, no, we're... Okay, so we're we're both locked in on Riddle? Yep, Riddle. Okay. Next, underdog champ. Champ we saw get the title in person. Liv Morgan facing Ronda Rousey in a rematch. It's a singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. I'll go first on this because I don't mind it. <laughs> I think Liv Morgan is retaining here. And I think Liv Morgan is retaining here because I think... She's going to retain in a way that sets up Ronda Rousey's next feud. It's not Mm. going to be clean. Okay. It's not going to be clean. Okay. Or even like a quick roll up, you know, one, two, three. Ronda is going to get screwed either by a baby face or a heel, doesn't matter, with whoever's facing her next. My gut says this is when Charlotte comes back, but I, I don't know for certain. But either way, I think Liv retains, but through... Outside interference that's not of her own. Gotcha. Because we're not turning Liv heel. She's remaining face. She's remaining a face champion. But she wins.
1: Until you won better, I already know who it's going to be. Who's it going to be? It's going to be Natalia. She'll Think they're going to run her right back? She'll be the one to come back out and fuck with Ronda. And she'll use it over Liv. Be like, see, I told you you couldn't do it without, without me. me. Liv will be down. She'll be, like, knocked out. Yeah. And Ron, they won't be down or whatever. Rhonda Maybe will, the ref's down Yeah, ref's something. down. All three of them down. Ronda's, you know, about to get up and go go put the ankle lock in or just whatever, you know, she's going to do. Natalia's the one that comes out, hits her, you know, prevents it. So then that gives you reason for both Liv and Ronda to chase after Natalia. sure. Because Liv could be like, you know what, fuck you. I was going to do it by myself. I don't need you. Right. And then and ronald has got more of a reason. Screw you. Like, fuck you. you Stay out of my business. My, yeah. You've ruined my shit twice now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I and like that. Easy, you know. That's easy booking. So, yeah. I'm going
1: like I I. I and I'm, we know WWE
0: loves some easy booking. Yeah. Why don't um,
1: they? So I'm with you on Liv, and I especially because at first I was thinking this is just one for Liv to show that. Hey, I can beat Ronda clean. But I don't, don't after hearing your, you know, it's very convincing. Like, like I'm sure you saw my face kind of light up. You know, I was like, oh shit, this is perfect. Just, you, because I don't trust, again, I don't trust WWE to, hey, this is when Shayna Baszler comes in and fucks with Ronda or any of the other MMA. I would love that. You know what I'm saying? It's too obvious, right? right. Too logical. So why not just use the person that's already kind of the third wheel. It's already part of the storyline. And anyways. we know can always be that. She years. is always yeah, and like I said, she can actually she make it look good, it. right? Because yep. yeah. the ref will be down and yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that's what Nettie does. So we got that. We've got the USOs Ooh, uh, quarterfinal greatest tag <laughs> team champions ever taking on the Street Profits once again, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. This time for some reason, Jeff Jarrett is the special guest referee. Uh, is, are we finally going to see the first crack in the bloodline? Uh, I've been you, asking it for how many pay-per-views for <laughs> how many pay-per-views I'm going to go with,
1: uh, I don't know what it is about it. This time just seems like it's, it, I want it. Give me the street profits. You like, I, I, I'm taking them and I know I've I bet against the bloodline, like, or the USOS like almost every time I, I don't know, but it, it, after money in the bank, like, I thought, like, how many times, like, right? right? Did right. we think, you know, while we are watching that match there, like... That match was so good. It was really fucking good. So, it, it just, something tells me, if it's, if this were anybody else going against the Usos right now, Usos, all day, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just one of those, like, the prophets gotta have their, you know, like... That or if fucking Usos are carrying this shit as long as Roman Reigns carries his, right. I, you know, I don't know. Does
0: Jarrett as special guest referee influence your opinion? It raises my blood pressure because it makes no sense as to why
1: he's even in the fucking match. That's a great
0: question. You know, like, what does he have to do with either one of these teams? And is he? Wait, hold on. I oh god, I don't have the dates in front of me. I'm sure Dinaj will have
1: some dumb, quirky, fucking reason as to why they're, of course, they're rel- right. You know, yeah, he
0: yeah. could. By the way, apologies, to Mike Dinaj. We wanted to get you on this episode. We just didn't have enough time. Yeah, sorry sorry but... about that. Next time. Next time. Dinaj will be with us for sure. Uh, but uh, I'm sure he has a reason and could have helped us out here. My big question is this... Um, I don't have the dates in front of me. It went Is Flair's last match after SummerSlam? I to look it up real quick. I mean, I, I
1: know SummerSlam's what? The 30th? Or I'm I know
0: pretty what the... sure... Oh, my God. You know what? I don't you got know. The,
1: you, got the,
0: uh, you got the Wikipedia right there. You know. I have the Wikipedia right here, but I mean, I don't Does know. Does it have the date? Uh, or it the is the pay-per-view? date of SummerSlam. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll look up Flair's. Yeah, the 30th. Ric Flair's last match. Uh, StarCast, July 31st. Okay, so it's the day after. So, okay. You know what? Honestly, this is so stupid, but... <laughs> um, I'm with you. Street Profits should win this. It it doesn't really hurt the bloodline. They still have been so dominant for so long. It gives you new cracks. It gives you new things to talk about and worry about. (laughs) Ooh, they lost. Could Roman lose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that sort of shit. This is so stupid. This is the dumbest logic ever, but I'm following it. Okay. If Ric Flair is going to be a heel in... Or if, He's Jeff, if Jeff Jarrett is going to be a heel in Ric Flair's last match, and it's literally the day before, I can see Jeff Jarrett screwing over the Street Profits.
1: Right as they're about to fucking win.
0: Right as they're about to win to get added heat for his next night, which is in Nashville in the same freaking city that SummerSlam is. So I'm going to say, literally because Mm -hmm. Jeff Jarrett is the special guest referee and because it makes no sense for him to be there whatsoever, maybe this is a way of getting extra heat before Ric Flair's last match. And I know WWE has nothing to do with Ric Flair's last match and blah, blah, blah. I just still feel like this is something where all parties could benefit. And
1: this, is, Yeah, one of those, like, it gets eyes on us because he was there.
0: And, and Jared did a thing, so now we got to see what Jared's yeah, We do didn't have things any things, doings in it,
1: but he was there la- with us last night, but it's, it wasn't our, yeah. yeah.
0: So, Fuck! I know, I no, know. No,
1: you're not wrong. So yeah. it's just... You're
0: locked, though. I'm not letting I'm you change.
1: Locked. No, you're fine, because <laughs> I want my heart of hearts to
0: be right. So Absolutely. No, that's, uh, yeah. So pick But yeah, your I your can heart. see them... Pick yeah, pick like Jared heard, right?
1: just fucking smoking one of them with a the guitar and just walking away. And that's, yeah. Yeah, because like, what does he need to stay around for after that? He <laughs> just, he'll just walk off. Nothing. Everyone's booing him. Don't like even have said. to explain it. He doesn't wait explain it. He, he just smokes uh, Montez Forrest with a guitar, yep. right? And then he just walks off. Everyone boosts the shit out of him. Usos climb, one of the Usos climb back in the ring and then the ref the comes down. The other ref comes yeah. down. Yeah,
0: it's easy. It's easy and it works for... WWE gonna WWE. Yeah, fuck yeah, they are. And that's <laughs> what I'm going with. Uh I got a few matches left. We got Bobby Lashley uh, defending now against Theory in the United States Championship match. I think Lashley's winning this. He beat Theory pretty soundly mm-hmm. in Money in the Bank. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense for Theory to get this back. Theory's whole thing is Mr. Money in the Bank right now. I think this I I expect Lashley to win and honestly I expect him to win pretty handily. I
1: do too. The only reason the only thing I could see that would make sense for theory to even one, the reason like why he should even going be going back after him would be to say, Hey, you know, I want, I want this win and everything, but it just yeah. doesn't make sense to have him run it back. You know, one for this pay-per-view and then two, like, he he's you're not going to have him cash it in or anything like
0: on on a secondary title. Right. Yeah. So
1: and that's that's the unfortunate thing about this SummerSlam card is if you look at it, it's a lot of rematches or a lot yeah. of, you know, the same a lot of um, reruns, you know, so I I just I'm going with Lashley cuz I feel this should, you know this should be the nail in the coffin of these two right now, you know, feuding somewhere down the line, they could come back together, you know, cuz they have history. Sure. But if you are going to have theory legitimately as a threat to cash in, you need to start working him towards Roman Reigns. Yes, so, and he's not there yet. No, so, so it's like, how else do you get him there other than with Lashley? So, yeah, I would hope that this is actually, you know, just, I want to say a squash,
0: but it should Close. be, you know, yeah, And I think this is the last big lump that Theory takes, and Mm -hmm. then we start building him however we want to build him. Yeah, however, you
1: know, whichever direction. Yeah, uh,
0: but you start building him from there. But Lashley needs to win this clean. Theory isn't hurt from it. He's still Mr. Money in the Bank. He just lost to Lashley. It's not like he's losing to someone new. (laughs) This solidifies that Lashley's win wasn't a fluke, and he's a dominant champion, this, to me, is about as lock as you can get. I'm going to say... Yeah. Actually, no, I'm not going to say this is the lock of the night because the next match is the lock of the night. <laughs> but yeah, You're not wrong. I would, that's my number two lock of the night. My number yeah. one lock of the night is there is no way in hell that Happy Corbin beats Pat McAfee. I got Pat McAfee as a pure lock. It's SummerSlam. Celebrities don't lose. And I you could say Pat McAfee doesn't count as a celebrity, but I think he counts enough to beat the solo happy Corbin after the dastardly attack that Corbin did at Money in yeah. the Bank, all that stuff. To me, this is Pat McAfee getting a very very big win. I know he beat theory at WrestleMania, but then he lost to McMahon. However, that works. Um I I he just signed a big ass contract. Yeah. Uh,
1: but he also just
0: signed a big ass contract,
1: so it means he's gonna gonna he going to be around for a long time. Are you going to take Corbin? I dare you to take Corbin. Fuck right it, I'll now. take Corbin. All right? I cuz how It's did, locked. It's locked. I'm okay with it cuz I can see him I can see them actually carrying this one. Past SummerSlam. I hear ya. So I, I, I wasn't like a, a for sure until you dare me but I could, I <laughs> want, I actually, because if anybody could carry that heat of beating Pat McAfee right now, yeah. who else would it be other than Corbin? You're not the wrong. slimy fuck. Everyone doesn't wrong. like but you can't, can't say you don't you, you turn Rollin, away when he's Rollins
0: around. in theory, but they're doing shit. They're
1: already preoccupied. Yeah. And this is locks up Pat McAfee for a little while. Yeah. It keeps his head on a swivel.
0: But then does he keep getting, like, attacked and harassed by Corbin?
1: Until he brings somebody in to help him
0: deal Until with them. Until Pat does? Yeah. Does he bring in another celebrity or does he bring in a wrestler? Does he bring in a wrestler Corbin brings in a celebrity? No, because how? what celebrity are you going to bring in is I don't know, heel? unless this is your survival. They brought series. Logan Paul in right. as a heel that's a Survivor Series match and they each have like a mystery uh, yeah, person. Like a tag
1: team or yeah, something? Yeah,
0: yeah. Four, you know, five on five yeah. and they've got four and four and they each yeah, have a mystery.
1: Yeah, each one could add another celebrity and a couple wrestlers. Yeah, however they want.
0: I mean, shit. That could you, be fun. Yeah. That could be fun. We'll put that on fantasy booking for November. Yeah, we'll fantasy book Corbin versus McAfee whether it happens or not. Yeah. Let's do it. So, yeah. I, uh, so fuck we're different. you for daring me, fuck by you. the way. I will, don't fuck. I will dare you anytime. I challenge you. You can challenge me anytime, too. All right. So now we got Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, last man standing match for the Undisputed, WWE, Universal Championship, et cetera, et cetera. I think Roman Reigns is defending here. My big question is, does Theory cash in? And I'm going to say... I'm gonna say no one less. Unless what? Unless Lashley versus Theory is the first match of the night. If Lashley, I respect
1: that. I respect and that. And I don't like,
0: want it to come up again.
1: Yeah. Lashley
0: beats Theory. He licks his wounds. Maybe we get an interview with Lashley. We don't even get an. Or we, interview Or we don't even get. Theory. We don't
1: get an interview. We get somebody coming out and kind of already is like
0: ready to step up to Lashley. Right? That way, like, you know... Right, like we're already moving challenge. on. Right. That well, moving on is a fucking afterthought yep. so you don't even think about it. Right? And I don't want him to come up again. Maybe we bring up what Lashley's potential new feud is right. but we forget about Austin that, We Gary. almost
1: forget that they even had a fucking match
0: yep. to start the paper. That's exactly what yeah. I mean. Fuck, put it on the pre-show. They won't and no. they shouldn't but I'm just saying make it that... No, you got the right bury idea. Bury it that hard yeah. and then come back. Yeah. If, if, if Lashley versus Theory is the first match so ba- of the so night. So
1: what Mike is telling everyone is pay attention to the very
0: first match of the night
1: at SummerSlam. If that's that gonna happens, dictate his picks.
0: I think that and I that'll be my pick. My okay, pick yeah, is, I, I respect it. My pick is Roman there's, there's... Reigns over Brock Lesnar with the asterisk of if Theory versus Lashley is the first match of the night and Lashley wins, Theory will successfully cash in on Brock Lesnar. After Lesnar's won, and it's going to be one of those things because it's a last man standing match. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be one of those things where they're both so bloody beaten... And Lesnar does this final desperation thing and it works. And there's Does a shooting star press? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. He actually lands it? No. Yes. And he gets up at, let's hope for that. Yeah. And he gets up at nine and three quarters and he literally only stays up yeah, he's long like, enough to get the 10 count. Yeah, he's doing the wobble. You know, like and then literally. he drops because he's that exhausted. Now here comes theory. So, Reigns beats Lesnar, unless Lashley beats Theory in the first match of the night, then I'm picking Lesnar over Reigns and Theory cashes in same night. Goddamn. That's I'm we're wow. bold
1: I'm just going Roman. I've just learned just to not clean, fucking Roman clean. I'm just going. I don't know if it's going to complete clean. There will be shenanigans, I'm sure, because you got Paul Heyman involved. Sure. You have the bloodline.
0: Let's let's hope we get more effective handcuffs this time. Yeah. Over um, the last last man standing, match.
1: Yeah. Right. God damn. How do we?
0: That was like his first title defense, or I mean, one me... of the bigger ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think it was his first.
1: Was it? Yeah. It's just I. I don't know, man. I've always thought like eventually this is gonna crack, and Brock would be the one. I just I don't want Brock to be the one. I don't because I'm tired of this program. Like we've seen this so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually looking forward to Roman versus fucking Drew in Scotland more than I am Brock in Roman at SummerSlam. Number eight. Or Number seven, yeah thirty seven or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like bad. fucking RKO and Sheamus twenty nine like. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going Roman just because I, I, I don't know. It's I would love to see your like fantasy book game, your prediction play out because it actually, one is a legitimate logical reason as like transition of title. Sure. Right. You know, yeah. Brock actually yeah. winning and then oh shit, you know, how else could theory beat Brock other than exactly. you know, him and being you none. can have
0: Brock come back in three, six, twelve months, whenever you yeah. want to bring him back and he's he'll he's yeah, legendary whoever the champion right.
1: is right. Um unless this like you said, unless this is like another hey, Brock's here for three or four months, but Yeah. What unless
0: Yeah, I'm going. I'm going, Roman. All right, that's legit. So (laughs) we're same on. We got Logan Paul over Miz. We got Bianca over Becky. We got Riddle over Seth.
1: frickin'
0: Ron's. We got uh, live uh, retaining over Ronda, probably with some chicanery. Or wait, or do you have? No, that's no. Okay. Oh, yeah, you I don't have. Think yeah, I live, man, I live all We day. That's my disagree girl. on usos or street profits. I was there, and I, I I willingly accepted this dare. Like I will take the street, pro- or no, I didn't take it. That you was on the Corbin. Um, Corbin. No, I want
1: street profits with my heart. I'm yep. sorry.
0: No, that's okay. So we're different on that. We yeah. both think Lashley's going to be theory, yep. probably a Squash. We disagree on Pat versus Corbin. I think it's just an opportunity to make Pat look good. You think there's something bigger that's, that's in the, the works. I think Pat
1: looks good no matter what. Yeah, so he does. So listen, how do you still get more heat on Baron? <laughs> I guess. Right? Like Baron can work with and anybody. he works with anybody. He works the heat. Yeah. And I, I Pat, get it. Is, Pat is over. So how else it. do you get him to stay over? Yeah, you get What? What's more over? Pat chasing for the bigger victory? Or Pat... Oh, I'm sorry, Pat wins and beats Corbin, and then what do we get, right? Okay, Pat well, won. I don't know. rides off know. to the sunset. Or Corbin wins, beats him down, and then everyone's like, you son of a bitch. And
0: then we get Pat and Corbin at Again. Survivor Series. <sighs> No, you make a good point. I just, I feel like I really, really respect Pat McAfee as a wrestler. Dude, he's
1: fucking smooth. So I
0: don't think, and and Corbin is an incredibly safe person to work with. That's one of the things, say what you want yeah. about him, but yeah. the people in the back respect the hell out of him if you work with There's Corbin. There's a reason
1: why he's almost on every fucking pay per or for exactly. a stretch, he's on like, every pay-per-view, you know.
0: Exactly. So no, it's, I understand it, but I'm still going with Pat, you're going with Corbin. Yeah, we yeah. agree on Reigns, Rain, my one caveat (laughs) is if uh, Lashley and Theory start the pay-per-view and Lashley wins. And then I think it's going to be Brock barely winning and then... uh, Do
1: you think Paul Heyman gets gets involved? Like with the decision? Like how that? Or is he just going to get in there and he'll be in the start. You know, him and Brock will probably cross paths. I
0: can say it's a last man standing match so there's no justification for it. But Mm -hmm. this is WWE so who cares about justification? If my theory <laughs> hey. plays out, I think it's going to require Heyman to be ejected. Okay. I think we have to give a reason for Heyman to not be.
1: There. No Heyman going with the young gun all of a sudden? Maybe,
0: but that is going to require him to do, even though he's going with theory and theory beat Lesnar, it's still going to, I still don't see how Roman Reigns wouldn't take that as a betrayal. Right. And, well, then obviously he and has... that would end Roman, and Paul.
1: Now, does he have to declare which belt he's...
0: To my like, like, knowledge, no, they, I, they... we have no idea. I'm still under the impression since the tag, unified tag titles are being... Mm-hmm. Yeah, undisputed, undisputed. yeah, this says the undisputed WWE Universal. Universal so this is for them both. And I I can't imagine that the cash-in wouldn't count for both. No,
1: that makes sense with the how it's worded. Yeah. Um, That'd be interesting. I'm... Yeah. We're, we we got to see
0: yeah. it's not the um it's, is this
1: shit on a saturday or a sunday
0: that's a great question it's on the 30th which is a da, 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 da.
1: it's a
0: saturday it's a saturday okay shout out to WWE WWE i think is pretty much sticking with that uh, I and mean, weirdly i think AEW is the one that's got to come around yeah bro. you really do that shit oh. for like,
1: here's the thing for benedim i didn't watch it, much of it live but you got what was it like 16 matches or whatever the fuck it was. 13, 13? but they didn't
0: start till 8. Yeah, Yeah.
1: if you're going to do shit like that, do it on a Saturday. So shout out to WWE understanding like, (laughs) hey, this is
0: where our bread is buttered, you know. Hopefully this is a permanent change. Yeah, I can definitely get down with it. For sure, for sure. Well, uh, is there anything else that you wanted to bring up before we get out of here? No,
1: I think we're good. Like I said, keep plugging, you know, I know you'll put up the uh, The brackets brackets for the votes and everything, so please keep voting on that. You know, uh, any... If there's anything we missed that you guys thought we should have talked about, you know, that's happened the past week or week and a half, you know, let us know
0: in the comments. Absolutely. Hit us up. It's probably going to be a little bit more than a week until yeah. the next time we get together. I've got bachelor party and best man things to do. That's right. you got a busy week. I'm a busy boy, uh, but I'm I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, I also, I, by the way, I got uh, Jorah's, uh, uh, the, the Jorah's, the future Jorah's mm-hmm. wedding gift. And yeah, it's... Uh, I don't think Molly's going to appreciate it at all, but I, I don't I, care. Jorah will. That's um, good. But, yeah, until next time, please, again, go out, vote, do all that. Let us know anything that we miss. Give us feedback. Uh, there's a few of you that are always, every single time, giving us feedback, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's always great. It. Really appreciate it. Love, it. love it, love it, love it. Until next time, he's Luke. I'm Mike. Hey, Johnny, hit the music.